everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela, and today I have one of my very good friends here, one of my very good Instagram friends, but now we're going to be real-life friends. We are real-life friends. (laughs) (laughs) That is Savannah, or you may know her. Say that again. Instagram and real life. Yeah, we're we're both now. Yes, It's official. But this is Savannah from Street Savvy. I know you guys know the the Instagram handle Street Savvy. Everyone knows Street Savvy. No, not You're famous. No, I'm not. not. I sell trash on the internet. (laughs) I am one of you. (laughs) But hello. (laughs) So we are going to get to know Savannah on a more personal level today. We're going to talk about Amazon. We're going to talk about motherhood. We're going to talk about live sales. We're going to talk about all the things. And Savannah says she's going to be open and honest with us. So I'm, I'm an open book. Giddy up. Yep. <laughs> can I cuss or we don't cuss on the No, podcast? you can swear. That's fine. We'll okay, put a okay. little explicit content on there so people okay. know. I, they got to get that out of the way before, <laughs> just in case. Go right ahead. Okay, cool. <laughs> so some people may be new and maybe don't know who you are that are listening. So why don't you give everyone a little backstory as to who you are, how you even got into reselling, what life looked like before reselling, all that fun stuff. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I am Savannah and my handle on Instagram and eBay and all the platforms is street savvy. Um, I've been reselling for almost six years, which is crazy, like five and a half, almost six. Um, and I started, basically from getting fired from my first job out of college if we're being honest that's I mean I have a YouTube video about it but that's that's how I got started I had my first sales job selling hot tubs it was very glamorous that's that's very difficult it's just yeah it's literally like worse than car sales I would say Cause who wants to go buy a hot tub for no, like, no, no one. I mean, I live in Colorado, so it does get cold, but still like they are a maintenance nightmare. Like they hike up, you don't get a hot getting fired. Um, and it was because of disagreements with the boss, but anyways, uh, it ended up being a blessing in disguise because I ended up, uh, finding, well, that job made me very certain that I wanted to not work for somebody else or like, I don't know. I just like had such a horrible experience with that boss and how he treated me. And I was like one of the only females. I don't know if that's why he was so condescending and rude, but, um, I just was like, this is not for me. (laughs) Like I was miserable. And I I was like, honestly, like felt the weight lifted off my shoulders when I was fired. And I was like, okay, um, let's see how I can pay my bills. (laughs) (laughs) Right. At that point, like I was fresh out of college. Like my now husband and I were just engaged um, and we had lived with like a roommate. So my bills weren't like crazy. So what did like, you okay, go to school for? Marketing. Okay. Uh, yeah, business marketing. And yeah, so I ended up looking on Craigslist. I'm pretty sure it was Craigslist at the time. We date ourselves <laughs> when we say these things. Just no, so you know. I'm like, it was only like six years ago, but Craigslist. <laughs> um, and there was a lady in Wyoming and she was looking for someone to list items for her eBay store. Oh, and I was okay. Like, oh, okay. I was like, that sounds easy and I can do it from my house. And so like I would meet up with her. She would drive down and shop probably at the places I'm shopping now, like the mm-hmm. Denver pins and she sold on Amazon as well. So she would do like all of her sourcing. She'd stay down here for a couple of days and she'd drop off just like bags of clothes. She'd pay me like $2 an item. I'd take pictures of them, measure them, do like a basic title, whatever. Um, and 
very quickly I was like okay I was like is she actually like I saw some of the prices she was putting on these items and I was like okay let me just like I have always loved thrifting just for Mm. myself and like my mom was always very thrifty growing up (laughs) we were always just like enjoyed it but um so I went to one of the Goodwills I lived in Fort Collins at the time and the Fort Collins Goodwill had this back room that was like essentially an outlet, but everything was 99 cents a piece. Oh. And the first time I went there, I found it's not open anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> but <laughs> before everyone gets excited. When I was going to say, people are going to start writing this down. I know. I know it's not open. Um, <laughs> but there was, I, the first time I went there, I found a Kate Spade dress new with tags what I was like I was like all right I was like okay (laughs) I was like at this point the most designer thing I had in my closet was like pink by Victoria's Secret but I was like I know that I saw the price tag I was like oh my god and um I was like okay well I can't just like leave this year obviously it's not my size but so I like I had listed some of my own stuff on Poshmark like in my college days to like afford beer or whatever <laughs> right <laughs> yeah let's or just like, be real <laughs> yeah like if you look at my first Poshmark listings it's like on the back of a door on my college bed um but <laughs> anyways so I like listed that dress I don't know I was probably on Poshmark I don't think I had eBay at that time and yeah just spiraled from there <laughs> That's well, I mean, what a perfect scenario. Like, well, I need to make money. How the hell am I going to do this kind of thing? Yeah. And then very quickly I started like, you know, just like caught the bug very fast and like was consuming Instagram content and YouTube content and was like soaking up everything. I was like, this is going to work. Cause like, I I just knew it had to, I was like, I live in Mm -hmm. one of the best places like to make this work. I was like, there's so much opportunity here. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way this can't work. How like, did you break I, it off just, with that eBay seller? What? How did you break it off with that eBay seller? Did you tell her, like, hey, I'm listening? So she no. actually, it actually worked out well because it kind of organically like fell off because okay. she was also a nurse, which I don't know how she had time to be a nurse and be an eBay and Amazon seller. Yeah. Like go off. Uh, but <laughs> she, she, yeah, she was like a superhuman, but she ended up like kind of slowing down on her eBay business and probably focusing more on Amazon, which is kind of funny because yeah, it's kind of, here we are (laughs) similar scenario, but, um, but yeah, so yeah, that's, I, I, well, I think it's interesting hearing everyone's story because it's so different across the board. Like Mm -hmm. for me, I always used to flip things in high school and mostly in college, not really, not so much in high school, but um, in college, <clears throat> I would go on Craigslist and I would post it. Hey, selling my iPhone three who mm-hmm. wants it. You know what I mean? And yeah. like hundred bucks, take it kind of thing. Isn't it Meet funny up when you, space. yeah, you like look back on those instances and it's like, wow, I was like destined to do this. <laughs> I used to be the, like, I'm pretty sure this is illegal. So I don't know if I should be admitting to it, but I would <laughs> say like, it anyway. <laughs> I would like, I went to call like, college I went to concerts every weekend like in high school because Red Rocks was like 30 minutes away like that was just the thing to do like everyone was going to these concerts and so I would buy multiple tickets like at least two like a ticket for me and then a ticket to flip for each show I wanted to go to because I knew they'd sell out and Mm -hmm. I knew I could sell in the parking lot for double what I paid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're one of those people okay I was one of those people and um yeah I made a lot of money selling base nectar tickets in the red rocks parking lot <laughs> I, 
That's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. So don't come. I mean, this, it's been 10 years. <laughs> so if any it's been a long time, guys. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> now, now I just sell clothes and random stuff on Amazon. But uh, yeah, I used to yeah. flip my college books too. Did you do that? Did you flip oh, your college yeah. books? That was, yeah. that's what like Amazon was like first becoming a thing mm-hmm. when I, when I was, cause I was in college in 2005 to 2000 and then my grad school, I think I finished in like 2014. That was like my time frame. and or 2016 I don't even remember somewhere in there and um I used to flip all my college books and Amazon when I first started doing in 2005 six seven in that range like it was just books that was it you couldn't Mm -hmm. do anything else yeah we used to have these guys on our college campus and they would have like this little sketchy van but they'd park outside (laughs) the university center and they would just be scanning textbooks and lowballing students for them and now that I know what they were doing I'm like Wow, that was genius. They were, yeah, they're offering 50 bucks, which is more than the library was offering, but they could sell it on Amazon for 120. Like, right. That's maybe. smart. Uh, it's very smart. In wow. fact, I live Anyone very who's close listening. to a lot of colleges. <laughs> Anyone catch, who's listening, that's good. My uh, Jeep. <laughs> Just Can't open up the tailgate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd do it. Can't knock the hustle. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So you get into reselling, right? What made you get onto YouTube is my first question. Um, was it because you saw other people give the information and you were like, I can share my info too? Yeah, I think that was like part of it. Cause that was like the main way I learned. And I definitely, I had like people in my life, like my mom wanted to sell like part-time and she's like, what are you picking up? And I'm yeah. like, I don't know a lot of things like I don't know <laughs> like I'm like in certain things in certain brands and not like other things and I'm like it was hard to explain so and plus I started finding some really insane things and I'm like I cannot keep this to myself I'm like it just kind of it was just like fun I felt like I was like sharing it with you know my friends <laughs> yeah um I told yeah. you this before we started recording but you were the first person that I actually like stumbled upon when I was like, there's resellers on YouTube because I didn't even understand what resellers were. And <laughs> street savvy haul was like the first thing that came up because street savvy always did hauls. That was her, yeah, that's, that's what she did. Because <laughs> they were they were very uh low literally no editing and yeah, low budget. Low budget. <laughs> very yes. <laughs> and uh but but you shared all the things that you found and it was like how the hell is this girl finding all of these amazing things? And it's like it was fascinating more than anything why had people on like reddit saying that i was like picking stuff up from nordstrom and like sticking wait you're on reddit you're that famous that you're on reddit wow guys i was like (laughs) i know it's like man i wish i had like the time and money but no (laughs) just uh mainly the goodwill bins yeah but that's kind of how like you got your street cred right in the reselling community is like this girl goes to the bins in Denver and she finds all these amazing things and then she put, tells us all about them and and then yeah, well, and then Savannah stopped but that's a different story we can talk about <laughs> that later because I don't have time okay and that's the thing like well I, I don't have I time. stopped too and I, I, don't I, want I never to. did it for the money like let's just be if any if anyone has made YouTube videos you know there is not a lot of money in it if you are Please. not like huge <laughs> Yeah, so like yeah it was it just got to the point where my time like there's only so many hours in a day and like Mm -hmm. I gotta pay some bills and you know it was a fun hobby while I had the time but life has changed (laughs) yeah I I started my YouTube because I thought it'd be fun to like 
because I was a teacher before I do what I do now in state government. And I miss that aspect of like teaching to people and, and explaining mm-hmm. and all that. And it was fun. And I still, you know, maybe I'll post a video here and there, but like, I feel like I need to be inspired to do it or like, Something needs to happen in my life where I'm like, okay, I can dedicate a half hour of my time to film something and then edit it, which is another half hour and then upload it, which can take however long. Like, it's just, it's a very exhausting process to have YouTube. And I don't think people realize it until they they really start to to build it. And they're like, oh no, I don't want, I don't want to do this. (laughs) I don't want to do this at all. It's a lot for like not a, a lot of reward for Mm-mm. being honest. Like yeah, I like the friendships and like relationships I built through YouTube, like wouldn't trade them for the world. Like that was the most valuable point, like or valuable parts. But yeah, yeah, I just don't have the time anymore. And honestly, I don't consume a lot of YouTube content anymore. Me neither. It's Me just neither. Kinda, yeah, it's like TikTok and I listen to podcasts and mm-hmm. I'll sometimes have like whatnot shows in the background sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. I'm not into the whole, so I feel like when we start reselling, we need to consume all the things. Right. Mm-hmm. And and YouTube was the easiest way because you can see it and you can understand it in a different way, like what people are showing and all of that. So I understand when people first get into reselling, they like really get into the halls and they love all that stuff mm-hmm. and the what solds and, and everything. But I feel like you get to a point in your reselling career where you kind of know all the things like you're still that's, learning things, but you know, all the things that you need to know for yourself. I agree. And I feel like that's almost like where I lost interest in sharing. It was like, I've shared this stuff. Like I've shared these brands before. Like I find this mm-hmm. stuff all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, just kind of, it's like very repetitive and it's like, there's only so much. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of, I lacked like the excitement and creativity aspect of it too. I'm like, eh. Right. And it's fine. I was like, I'm just doing my thing. The same thing I've been doing for like five and a half years. It's kind of boring. Exactly. But I I understand why people love it too. They're like, well, we love when you post something. It's like, oh, I appreciate that. But I also don't love doing it. So I know. And yeah. And I feel like that shows too. Like, yes. And so I'm like, I don't want to be like not genuine with anything I do. Right. It's not in it. Like, that's the whole reason I'm self employed to begin with. Like, Mm hmm. Not have you ever thought stuff. about going back into the real world oh, God. real world I, I use that in quotes real world um honestly in like the last month I like briefly was like okay either like something's got to change like mm. we got to get back into Amazon or I was like I got to supplement our income with something yeah but then I just I just think about I'm like but then like requesting time off and oh yeah I don't know honestly I've time like, Asher gets know. sick now what <laughs> I know. And that's, that's like the main thing. It's like, there's, I cannot imagine any job that would be like more flexible than reselling as a mom. And like the ability to be able to like, you know, source all day and then come home and like list that stuff or send it to Amazon and like be making money while I'm like, you know, not working Mm -hmm. is that's like, yeah, priceless. So, and there's, there's no job that can give you that. There's no. literally no because job. every job has requirements, right? Even if you have the flex yeah. time or unlimited PTO, like, but there's requirements to your job that yeah. you can't be flexible with. There are projects, there's deadlines, you know what I mean? That's it, what I would have to like really want to do the job. Like I still like love marketing and advertising. Like if there was like some kind of advertising firm that was like, we need like a content mm. creator or something like and it was something I really like vibed with. I'd maybe like consider it, but like, nah, 
I don't know. I like what I'm doing now (laughs) for the most part. I mean, there's definitely like seasons, like the last two months have been slow. Like anyone that resells, like can attest to that. Like it's It's been been, hard. It's been rough. And I feel like I had a, a conversation with my friend the other day. It's just like putting in more work than ever for like less reward. It's like, if mm-hmm. I put in this work two years ago, I would see stuff flying, but it's just, I mean, stuff is, stuff is moving, but it's just, it's not like we've it's seen. different. And I think everyone's seeing it, whether you're do this, whether you do this full time, you do this like on the side kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I am, yeah, I'm selling things, but I'm also letting things go for super cheap Oh, because sure. I just want it to go just leave. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like in the last six months, we six months, we've seen a lot of people either completely drop reselling altogether and just mm-hmm. like go get another job. Mm-hmm. Or we've seen people go to live selling because mm-hmm. like, at least you can move the stuff quickly mm-hmm. that way. I mean, not for a, a ton, but mm-hmm. some people do. I mean, but, um, oh, oh, hold on. We got a baby. We have a baby yeah. coming. <laughs> All right. We're good. <laughs> sorry he was coming up the stairs I wouldn't I wasn't sure if he was laughing or screaming so (laughs) one or the other right (laughs) he was laughing (laughs) we're good um Um, I want to go back to you when you started selling you started on Poshmark uh yeah because you're an eBay girl like your heart's eBay I I stand eBay like (laughs) I I say I I say this but I'm serious I will never go to another Poshmark event like I'll sell there and I'll make my like whatever I do a month, but I do not support Poshmark, <laughs> but I'll take money for, I'll make some sales on there. Cause I cross post. <laughs> I will make, I'm not, a, I'm not a Poshmark girly. I'm not Poshmark boss, babe. I'm, I'm not, but I never was like, it's, what was my main thing, but like, whatever makes me money, I don't really care. I have never gone to a Poshmark event and you will never, and I've said this from day one, you will never see me go to a Poshmark event ever it will never happen I've never gone and I don't want to go yeah I went to uh posh fest in Phoenix and I did have a great time I feel like everyone says this like I had a great time meeting people like yeah obviously like meeting people in the community was fun but like that's not what I'm on posh market to do <laughs> right I am I am there to make money and I you know I appreciate that they like want to build a community but um I want to build my bank account balance. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yes. And, and if, that, they, if they had yeah. more tools, right? If they yes. actually did a conference where you had tools given to you or lectures that would really help you advance, I think you'd see exactly. more people want to go for that aspect, right? Exactly. But that's not what it is. And that's what I, I went to a couple of the breakout sessions and then Ty, Lux Huntress and I ended up love Ty. in our own little posh fest. <laughs> We dipped out. We did some thrifting. We went to Last Chance. We went to In and Out. Um, but yeah, it was all just like fluff, and it was not anything that could like help. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, elevate your business unless you were like very, very beginner. But right. 
Um, well, I think that's the other thing too. If you're brand new, I think it's yeah. a great opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Like there, there probably would be a lot of value in mm-hmm. like something like that if you are newer to reselling, but yeah. I mean, it's hard when you have people from all different aspects of people that have been selling for five years, mm-hmm. two years, a month. Yeah. yeah. I like what eBay does with their eBay live. I think the way they break it out, but it's eBay. Like it's a totally different beast. It has so much yeah. money. It's international. Like they can create a conference that they do. It's yeah, it's true. It's like a whole different animal, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I've just never, I don't know. I guess I've never seen the vision with Poshmark. I, I don't I think they know what their vision is. Yeah, Savannah, yeah. So. I, feel like that's, I feel like that's a valid point. <laughs> I don't think they quite know what it is either. And now with like neighbor, right. That's buying yeah. it out or something. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens this year. Maybe a buyout is what they need. Maybe they need this other company to come in and, and revamp things. And I don't think they have the, um, the tools that they need with just Poshmark itself to like advance the way that they want to. Like I see what they want to do, but I just don't, they're not there and yeah. they keep pushing yeah, it. You can see the last like three years, there's been like barely any significant changes on the platform that have helped sellers or buyers. It's oh, they've been... hurt sellers if anything. Yeah. So at least, at least, I mean, you, people argue that live sales have like, you know, killed Poshmark, but yeah, I, don't I don't think know. it's live sales. <laughs> No, I don't think it is either. But like, yeah. at least they're doing something. <laughs> they're yeah. like, I'm glad to see they're doing something. Like there's some kind of changes happening and like they're trying something new. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just they- glad to see some kind of growth <laughs> in some direction. <laughs> I think, I think you'll see change over the next year. I think they'll slowly start to do things, but I think they need to like really get their ducks in a row and understand where they fall in the reselling space because they are one of the top platforms. I mean, that's just the reality of it. They are in America anyway. Um, But I just think they have these big visions and you can't have big visions if you can't correct the the thing that you, that you started with, right? Like that has to be perfect before you start expanding elsewhere. But what do I know? I'm just a girl who lives in new England. So yeah, but it's, it's it's clear. I mean, people have been having their beef with uh, Poshmark for the last like six months and yeah. Yeah, it's that's caused a lot of people to pivot to different platforms yep. and different jobs and yeah. So I think eBay too, especially someone like you who sources the bins and you source a lot of different things. Yeah. I feel like eBay makes the most sense because you have every every possible buyer, international and nationally, that can buy from you. Yeah. I'm very, I guess, niche down in the way that I source and stuff. So Poshmark generally works better for me. However, my eBay over the last six, seven months that I've really like dedicated time to eBay does really well too. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's almost starting to balance out. Like my months end up being uh, like 58% Poshmark and the rest eBay, where before it was like 75% Poshmark and the, re- and the rest was eBay. Yeah. Now it's almost equal. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. I think that's like one of the things too. I mean, I've never like gone all in on Poshmark just because Mm. I've always seen the results on eBay. So, um, I don't know. I definitely dedicate more time to eBay. Like even when I'm listing, like stuff gets listed on eBay first and then it goes to Poshmark. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I've just seen the most return for the time that I put in on eBay. Like I can just set it and forget it. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing too, where 
you can put your coupons, you can put your promotions, you can do all the other stuff, but you don't actually need to do anything except customer service and send offers. And that's very like easy to do. Offers. Yeah. Which you literally can do like, and relisting your entire, like yes. I'll relist my entire store on eBay, like once a month. And it's so easy because you can bulk select mm-hmm. like 200 listings at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's just something that like, should you should be able to do on Poshmark, but like you can't, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I guess now, now can you delete them? I don't know. I don't I'm, know if you can delete them in bulk. I, I you can share on their platform. First of I know all, you we can just like send offers in bulk. Yeah, like, but I've, can we just get rid of sharing? Like, I think that's really in 2023, that's what we need to do is can yeah. we just get rid of sharing? Yeah. But I don't think they have a platform that allows for that yet. So well, they're, they're, I don't know what they're the algorithm, if they have one or their lack thereof. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I mean, if the sharing is your algorithm, then That's, fine, but it's not a way to grow a business, I and guess. Not, yeah, and not a way for people to be able to search like from outside to mm. be able to see your products, but I don't know. Hopefully they get, hopefully they get their act together. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> eBay girl, we know that. So now mm-hmm. your, your, your business is progressing and you're selling, you, um, you're doing the YouTube thing. You're doing all that kind of stuff. Instagram came in at the same time as YouTube or? Um, I think I was on Instagram before YouTube. Before YouTube. For at least, at least probably like six months, a year, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Um, what are your thoughts on the Instagram reselling community? It's evolved <laughs> over the last three years. We're going to play it nice. Has. Okay. We're going to play nice. <laughs> It has evolved. <laughs> it has evolved. Um, but over the last three years, it's changed a lot. It has. It has. Um, now, I I mean, obviously, there's like the drama. Like there's going to be there's always drama. <laughs> so much drama. It keeps keeps life interesting. Um, but for the most part, I think like I've met some really amazing people yeah. in the reselling community, like in my state and from other states. Mm-hmm. And like there are some really incredible people in the reselling community. So as a whole, I think, you know, there's a couple bad apples. There's always going to be a few. Yes. No matter <laughs> but, uh, what, no matter what community you're yeah, in. Literally like you're not going to be in a group of people where like you're going to get along with everyone. But <laughs> for the most part, I think like as a community, there's so much that yeah. everyone shares in terms of like knowledge and how to help other people make money and whether it's like crowdsourcing when someone's sick, like mm-hmm. I feel like it really is like a community of people that care for one another like whether it's how they make money or just like their family so I think it yeah as a whole it's real great I think it's interesting too because I was in like the before reselling community I was in the powerlifting community that was my community on Instagram on my personal page because I was competitive that's what I did Mm -hmm. and um that's so cool yes yes I was competitive for four year, almost five years. Uh, I held records. I don't know if I still hold records, but I held records. Um, yeah. Then that life changed. (laughs) I got older and, um, you know, things happened in life and it is what it is. I would love to get back to it, but like, as a, like older, it's okay. The dogs can bark. Don't worry. (laughs) But like, as a, like the golden doodle is telling me it's time for dinner. Well, his dad's going to have to give him dinner today. Go, go. How many dogs do you have? Two? Two, but we're about to get a third because we're psychotic. It is going to happen. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, we already have one picked out. <laughs> I love it. Um, we're crazy. I, I thrive say, in chaos. <laughs> but I have to say that the reselling community, the publishing community was great, but it was competitive, 
right? It was like a different animal. It was very competitive. Everyone's kind of comparing themselves to this other person whose lips are better than this one's lips and who mm. looks better than the other one. It was very like uh, superficial. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. not like it was great for that family feeling of when you're lifting together. But then like off of that, it was just a lot of competitiveness and I didn't like it. Um, yeah. Love the friendships that I made, but I don't have those friendships anymore because I'm not in that world anymore. So those friendships are, they're gone. I mean, they're great people. We say hi to each other, but like there's nothing in common anymore. Yeah. When I found the reselling community, I, I basically, I didn't ditch my friends that didn't do reselling, but like, I felt like I did because I yeah. never go on my personal Instagram page anymore. I don't it's even like, have a personal Instagram. <laughs> I only have my, yeah, it's like, that's it. And, <laughs> and I, can I, barely, have... I can barely check my DMS on my own, my street savvy Instagram. So <laughs> yeah, I she's awful. I'm horrible. <laughs> if uh, I have not replied to your DM, don't worry. That's everyone. I'm <laughs> that's, the worst. that's a fact, including my mother. <laughs> But I feel like I made such good friends in the reselling community, like people I probably would have never talked to ever, yeah. right? Yeah. In, in, in any capacity, or would have never even known existed on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the wonderful thing about the reselling community because it is very much like a family feeling. Forget all the drama and everything that happens. I I, I don't even care about any of that stuff. Like yeah. if you it's, have good relationships with someone, it really is. And we're all like make money and like help each other. Yes. And yeah, it's like the drama at the end of the day is usually just, so yeah it, it, it's just such a nice place to be to learn and to grow with other people and see people grow and take their business to new levels and it kind of sets a yeah. um I guess expectation in your own mind like well if this person can do it this way then there's no reason why I can't do what exactly. they did too yeah exactly that's that. like I need that motivation too like when I see someone's sales numbers I'm not like it like envious and like mm. oh god but it's it's like gives me the fire under my ass to like mm -hmm. okay like she can do it so can I like let's get to work like it just yeah. yeah I'm constantly seeing the opportunities that are out there and people that are you know crushing it I think that's one of the the nicest things about the community is that we can motivate each other without even realizing that we're motivating mm -hmm. each other to do better yeah it's yeah great. Yeah, I think that's awesome too. Um, so you okay? So we're gonna go to present day because you get pregnant and you have a baby. Yes, he is Let, now two and a half. And <laughs> and, crazy and life and changed really quickly for you. Yes, it did. And then you decided it was time to sell your house and move. So the last couple of years <laughs> have been and build a house, nonetheless. Yeah, um, yeah. The last <laughs> couple of years have have been like transition, hard, like big time for your family. Mm -hmm. yeah. How is that? impact well obviously it's impacted you business wise but how was that how was that whole process how did you handle it like all of it um well mainly I mean I just I realized in the last like month or so that well we took first of all we took like the last year off basically from Amazon like we did stuff for yeah. Halloween but um, with Amazon, we spend a lot on credit cards and just pay them off like for rewards. But when you're buying a house and like, they're looking yeah. at your bank, account, like they look at cannot, everything, <laughs> you cannot be buying like $6,000 worth of inventory at no. night. <laughs> you can't. Oh my God. When we were buying our house and we were like, okay, this is the one Matt was like, you don't have anything in your credit card, right? From sourcing. I'm like, well, I may have found some stuff the other day and there may be a thousand dollars on there. He's like, you can like I mean yeah. he lost his mind he was like yeah I know right well, they, it, yeah because they care about those things yes. 
the underwriters for these loans are like looking at every spinature with a magnifying glass but yes. so yeah basically the last year we just kind of laid low on Amazon which like killed me but I'm like we can't like and then this house just kept getting delayed mm. it was like we were supposed to be in here in February so we're like okay we won't have to you know put our business on hold for that long but then it got pushed out to May and then we ended up being in here the end of it was August the summer right it was the end of August that we mm. ended up actually moving in or it was like mid-August but um but yeah so then um I don't know the last couple months I've really been diving into eBay and our eBay sales have still been good like eBay still she's still providing we can pay our bills on eBay but it's just not like it doesn't provide the stability that Amazon did like in terms of when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply consistency i guess I, amazon is one of those things where like i don't think i fully understand it because i've never dabbled oh, into God. it i still don't fully understand it but i just but like I stay in my lane well that's the thing like i feel i feel like it's one of those things where it could probably be really good if you need that like consistent income that has to come in as long as you understand that the process to get there is you're sourcing at random stores at random hours of the day and night because things drop when they drop and it is what it is and you have to go get that it thing and send it in immediately before that it thing is no longer an it thing anymore <laughs> well that's so that's like kind of that's where I'm like trying to change my business yeah. model this year because I was doing a lot of that um I feel like you were constantly out Savannah like just well I was doing I was doing a lot of like sourcing at Walmarts and like really hot toys like because I was in an Amazon group and mm -hmm. that was like that was the thing that was like Lego this Lego's dropping like yeah so I don't know I feel like I made a lot of bad well every Amazon seller or eBay seller will say that I made yeah. a lot of bad buys like my first year on Amazon um because I was like chasing those like quick flips and like they just got they were popular items that got tanked yeah. and like it was just it is what it is but this year I'm trying to focus more on like discontinued, like I, well, discontinued and also just like discount stores, mm. um, whether it be like an outlet or like Burlington, stuff like mm. that. But um, I was telling you before we started this podcast, but there is like a million discount stores in Denver. Yeah. Like I was just down there the other day, there's 15 different Ross stores and like there's, I go in there, I know exactly what I'm in there to buy. Like there's a certain product I'm in there to buy. Well, a certain line of products. <laughs> I'll find like 20 of them. They're $5. I sell them for 55. Like that is good yeah, returns. It is. And that's enough for me to like hit up all 15 of those, whatever. But um, we want to get into private labeling too this year, which is another. Ooh. I know it's a whole other beast. A whole other beast. But I know. we want to start small, which is like, you know, inexpensive like kitchen products and mm. stuff like that but um we really want to get into that because I mean, the opportunity that, is just it, crazy well and now that I've kind of seen like I'm like okay well I'm out in public you know I scan this product I can see how much it sells for on Amazon it's the same with a lot of these private label products you can see the exact product that's on this website on Amazon and see its rank <laughs> like mm -hmm. and just you know do your research that way and that you know it just 
my whole word for this year was like stability. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what I'm trying to like create. I was like, well, you know, that was the whole point of like this house and whatever. We're just really trying to, um, you know, build up our bank account, build yep. up our businesses again after moving. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Your that's- husband is like your business partner, right? You guys yes. work on the same business. Yeah. He doesn't yep. have his so own he- separate thing. So he, um, so he does do taxes seasonally, which actually helps, helps a lot for us. That's real good for you. (laughs) Business taxes. Yeah. So he works for Jackson Hewitt, um, doing taxes. So he does that seasonally. So he's doing that now five days a week. Um, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Until tax season. (laughs) Um, yeah. So after that, he might be working part-time, but just honestly, it's allowed that job has allowed us the flexibility that like they're like yeah if you want to work in the off season like doing taxes for businesses like he can um but if he doesn't you know if we don't have the time like if amazon's really busy or ebay's busy he doesn't have to so let's well, nice. know yeah it's it's i mean he really enjoys that job we've always gone back and forth about it because i'm like ah yeah. <laughs> like i'm home five days a week it was like it's a little stressful for me some days yeah um, but at the end of but the if day it was part-time well, and it, it, I mean, it, it kind of is, it's like four months out of the year, but full time those four months. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, but, and Asher's going to get bigger too. So oh, there's know. that aspect of it too. Yes. Yes. So who knows? Maybe we'll want him out of the house five days a week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <bit>, bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, He'll be in preschool next, next year, which is crazy to think of. I can't believe he's gonna be in preschool, but that's gonna allow you. So, like, 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 think business and stability. That's now gonna allow you to go out and do the things you want to do for Amazon, for whatever eBay, whatever it is, and actually feel like you're not pressured to just go out that one day and spend six hours and have that. And I think that's another thing. I just like I've never really run on a schedule. Like I've never been that kind. I don't think any reseller does. It does this full time. No, No. (laughs) but I'm like I need to have at least a little bit more method to my madness yeah i mean you're very successful without one so imagine you had one (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i just i've never been a planner uh just kind of fly by the seat of my pants but yeah i feel like that's all my friends and i'm like the mom i'm like no guys let's just get together and make a schedule like that's me like no yeah and everyone's like bye see you later i would not remember my head like it wasn't screwed on so (laughs) hence not answering dms or text messages no literally never (laughs) when you said uh for the zoom for the podcast She sent, Daniela sent me the Zoom link and I'm like, you don't want to see how many unread emails. I was like, it's lost in there and I'm not going to. I'll just resend it was my response. Yeah. I'm like, it is buried deep in. Yeah. Well, it's like, oh, I get all the Amazon, like we've processed your FBA and shipment. Can you talk about Amazon for a second? Because I am curious, like you only get, so you're kind of, what is it called? Gated? You're gated. You have to get ungated. Yeah, so you have to get ungated in categories. So like there's like health and beauty, um, grocery, toys. uh, I don't know. Those are like some of the main ones. Is toys the easiest one? Is that why everyone gets ungated in toys first? Um, I... How do you get ungated? All these questions that I have. (laughs) Okay. It's actually (laughs) fairly easy to get ungated. Like 
when I first started Amazon, that was like, that's the most daunting thing to everyone. It's like, okay, well, how the hell am I supposed to sell on yeah. Amazon? How am I going to sell anything? I can't sell anything. <laughs> yes. um, so <laughs> you have to find wholesalers. What Amazon wants to see is like an invoice where you've bought gotcha. 10 of a Nike something. Well, mm. you want to make sure it's like a Nike, say you buy Nike socks. It's like Nike socks that are actually listed on Amazon. Okay. Um, but say you found a wholesaler online. There's, there's a bunch. Um, but all they want to see is an itemized invoice. So if you buy 10 pairs of Nike socks, 10 pairs of Adidas slides, mm. uh, 10 Crocs gibbets or whatever, yeah, you can submit that invoice for clothing to get ungated in clothing and then Adidas, uh, Nike and okay. uh, Crocs. And then you could also submit, say, if you got, say, if you got like a Nike basketball instead of socks, you could like submit. I think sports, mm. I don't think sports, mm-hmm. yeah, something, something of the category, but so you can use an invoice to get on gate in like multiple things and you can find cheap stuff. Like health and beauty was one of the first ones, health and beauty and grocery, I would say are the best ones. Like if you're first starting, yeah, because like grocery, you can find seasonal products like candy. Like we're selling a candy from Walmart, like it's flying and we're paying $2 for it and we're selling it for 12, but people are buying like five bags mm. so it's like yeah so it's just like stuff like that but um what i would have fees like the fees, different yeah right they, they they vary. i honestly like i don't even know what like percentage i don't what a good reseller i, I know <laughs> horrible i couldn't give you an exact percentage because it varies between fba and ah, okay so do you send everything in now we are okay unless it's like a very hot product that like it needs to sell like today um but other than that like we don't want to deal with it no (laughs) because we're also we have like multiple weddings my sister-in-law is getting married in mexico my cousin's getting married in michigan my brother's getting married my cousin's getting married we have like a million wedding year (laughs) it's yeah it's a very expensive year and we're not going to be home (laughs) for some of it yeah what a perfect time to get a puppy (laughs) It's gonna be great. <laughs> My mom's gonna love love dog sitting. Sorry, mom. mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, so <laughs> that's when I said on Instagram, I'm like, I need some like I feel like Instagram is just gonna be like the stability our family needs this year. I'm like, it really is because we yeah. can't just like go away for two weeks and shut down eBay and not be making money. Like we can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Like yeah. we have to have like we took enough L's last year with moving, like moving takes a big hit. Like when you cannot work and you work from home, like, and rebuilding that, like it's a lot. So this year it's like, we got to keep that, <laughs> keep it flowing. Yeah. And I think Amazon, I, I really do think that's probably one of the most stable ways to do it in the climate that we're in as secondhand sellers, because the second market is changing. It's just the reality it changes all the time, but like, it's really changing right now and I think people are seeing that and they're struggling with it and they're not quite sure what to do and for someone like you that has a mortgage that needs to be paid every yeah. month you're you're gonna find whatever it is so that you can mm-hmm. have that at least a more constant flow of cash yeah, that's coming in just, yeah and that's what I'm like I'm I never am gonna stop selling clothes like I love it so much but yeah but I need to supplement it again with uh, I think that like year that we took a break from Amazon really showed me that the year before when we mm. had that Amazon income, like we need to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. I, and you were successful at it. So why yeah. not? Yeah. And I think Amazon has evolved so much. And I, 
I feel like more and more people are buying clothing on Amazon, whether it's designer, mid-tier labels. They they're buying everything on yeah, Amazon. I saw now. I saw three people and like Nike. Oh, wow. and yeah, all like that kind of stuff sells on Amazon. Like, yeah. Scan it. If you're at Ross, like you never know. <laughs> or so true. any of those stores. Yeah. It's one of the things that like Matt and I have talked about, like getting into, he really wants to get into Amazon, but he wants to make a product. He wants to do one of those private label things. That's like, Blaine's really excited about private labeling too. I think it's a guy thing. I know he's been wanting to get into it. And he like, he sent me some on um, Instagram and I'm like, Oh, okay. He actually, one of the ones he sent was not bad. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, looking at it, but I'm like, I don't know if like, that's me. You know what I mean? Like if, the, if you want to do that, that's cool. But like, if I were to do Amazon, I feel like I'd go the route that you're, that you're doing, like finding those items. Yeah. And, and, and that's like, back. I would say the first year I was not sourcing stuff I was very passionate about. It was just like stuff to make money. But mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, that that did not always work out. <laughs> I'm like, no, let because me there's so many people buying it too. That's the other And that's thing. like, let, let me stick in my lane. Like I know like good makeup brands. I know good skincare brands, like hair care, mm-hmm. clothing. Like let me stay there because yeah. some of that yeah. stuff, you can find some really good stuff at those stores or even just online. Yeah, I found yeah. a couple different wholesalers to find discontinued products online and I've just shipped them into Amazon. People are like diehard for a lot of skincare products that become mm-hmm. discontinued and they will pay anything for them mm-hmm. because they want them. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I like to find those things on my own at discount stores for myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time. Like I'm not going to Sephora if I can find it at a discount store. Thank you. We have a discount grocery store near us. Ooh. Oh, that place is fun. <laughs> And so they get all their stuff from Sprouts and Whole Foods. So, you know, it's oh, like that wow. good stuff. It's that the top shelf. Uh, they don't have one of those. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's all the fancy like cosmetics and stuff. So I really want to make that another part of uh, our business model this year. I'm just going to keep adding <laughs> right things the to the street, business model. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. My, my business model in <laughs> yeah, my head. That you don't have. Yeah, that I that I'm constantly creating on a daily basis. <laughs> One day it will be solidified and on paper. Yeah. Um, maybe. So when you were moving, we we kind of started talking about this when we weren't recording. You started to do live sales, and this is when you were like getting ready to to move to the new house. And I remember when I came into one of your live sales, like, "Hey, Daniela, when are you going to start live selling?" And I'm like, ah, "Never." <laughs> You're like, "Nah, <laughs> I'm not, Savannah." <laughs> I'm yeah. surprised you're doing it. <laughs> I was surprised too. <laughs> so I did not like, anticipate you to do it. Okay. Well, I'm an extrovert. You know this. I love interacting with people. <laughs> and I had a lot of stuff that I needed to move before we moved. <laughs> but honestly, like, I don't know. Looking back on it, I tried to do a live sale a couple of weeks ago. And it, w- it went so horribly. I made like $40. <laughs> and I was like, this, I cannot do this again. <laughs> this is humiliating this is embarrassing get me off (laughs) I know I'm like uh yeah I'll just list and like all that stuff that I couldn't sell on whatnot I listed on eBay and half of it sold so (laughs) for like not two dollars for like 20 there's your indicator right there what works for your business yeah so I I did do live sales for a couple months and like the community was really fun like it was new and exciting and I feel like everyone was into it for I mean it's still, it's still going. Like, you know, some people are still doing really well with it. The people that have stuck to it, but I don't know. I, it was fun while it lasted. We had to move. I had a lot of inventory that I didn't want to move and just like 
death pile stuff I didn't want to move um so it worked well for that aspect but now that we're in our house and got bills to pay (laughs) I am more motivated to list it on eBay (laughs) how many items would you think you have slowed down but not enough for me to do live selling and that sounds really bad (laughs) (laughs) but that's where I'm at (laughs) I mean it's just the truth (laughs) I like my sales would really have to dip for me to get on that camera again I'd come support you. I wouldn't buy anything, but I'd support you. Yeah, you'd be there in the comments. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll do that at least for you. Um, how, like on average, how many items do you think you have in your death pile? Because I envision Savannah's processing room with like just amount of clothing that you could yeah. just dive uh, into. Right, right now, there's literally like candy and clothes. Right now, it's a lot more than it usually is because yeah. this is my favorite time of year to thrift. Although the bins have been little like you know those valentino and like the prada bag i still yeah. haven't listed those that's in a death pile you're disgusting uh, i can't even i stand know you. okay well i was waiting for, <laughs> i was waiting for a replacement stud for one of the valentinos but my death pile is consisting of some very good stuff right now because it's a good time to thrift and- it is such a good time to thrift it, i'm not gonna lie though i'm with you it was dry the first like two weeks it's super dry it has been too it's been like really weird like the bins are not as good as they typically are this time of year here but they denver has very uh much upped their e-commerce game we'll just say that they have conveyor belts going in the back of the goodwill outlet now with people picking for online so oh wow i mean you guys get the good stuff so yeah it's okay i'm yeah they missed some valentinos in the prada bag so Maybe they're just not grabbing the things that are more, I don't know, more used. Oh, more they're damaged. picking like the, like the North Face, Patagonia. Take it. I don't want it. Yeah, like dime a dozen. I'm like, go ahead. Give me the designer. See you yeah, later. I'm like, you're going to miss the stuff. Well, yeah, they, they don't know what they don't know. So exactly. I, I don't know. I've never felt threatened by that, but it's just been weird. Like the last, I just don't know if they're not getting truckloads of donate. It's just been weird. I don't know. Well, I think there's like a mix of things happening, right? There's more people getting in the reseller game. It's just what's going to happen because people need extra money. They're not going to be like resellers like me and you, but like they need extra money. So they're going to sell things themselves. I get that. Um, that So there's then there's people that are, that do want to be like me and you and they're kind of, you know, they're out there. They're, they're getting yeah. the stuff, but the stores are also getting smarter and they're doing their own thing too. So I think it's like a combination of things that is, that are happening. I also don't know how they process clothes anymore. I felt like things got processed very quickly before and like things just went on the rack. And now I feel like they hold things forever. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I don't know what you're doing. Maybe I, they're researching it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've noticed that too, though. I don't know. So it's weird. obviously not just happening. Like, like I feel like it was just happening here, but like you're in a completely different area than me. Oh, I've heard a lot of people complaining. Too. I don't know if it's like the lack of like workers to like go through stuff or know. like it just the lack. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What I, I don't know either, but it has I mean, been I'm, different to source. Yeah, yeah, it has. I definitely have noticed a change. Mm, me too. But I, and then there's like the other, I love you just source online. I do love sourcing online. I, I promote all the time. I just sometimes don't feel like looking at a screen because I look at a screen all day at work. And like, mm-hmm. when I come home, I don't want to look at my computer screen and source that's online. I feel like I'm doing a lot of the time with Amazon and that's where yeah. I'm like, it's like a moneymaker. And like, I'm passionate about certain things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like they, it makes me excited because I know how much money it's going to be. <laughs> It's the money that motivates. Yeah, I wouldn't say it brings me the same joy as like pulling Valentino shoes out of a bin (laughs) or like that. 
like you just can't even compare well because the margins are like nothing else like i know you know see my bins are not like your bins so i don't our bins bins have been full of blankets lately so not all days are (laughs) but i think that's also a misconception from social media everyone thinks street savvy founds finds good stuff all the time right yeah Like, like i said someone uh posted on reddit that I went to the Denver bins and they were awful. I'm pretty sure that street savvy just gets stuff from Nordstrom and puts it in her halls. I'm like, people do not see that I drive an hour and a half to get there, an hour and a half back. And I stay there for eight hours Mm -hmm. all day, Mm -hmm. like all day. (laughs) And I'm like touching every piece of clothing in those damn bins. Ask anyone at those bins. Like I am fucking hustling for eight hours. And I'm, you know, half the time it's like, I'm finding one good piece in like a whole row of clothing. Yeah. But a lot of people will not look that hard, which is fine. Like it's but true. You can't expect to find, you know, amazing things just sitting on top of a bin. Like you're gonna and I think that's a misconception with reselling too. And it's almost like kind of insulting is like people are like, Oh, like let me try I could you could do it, I can do it. Like mm-hmm. how hard it's can work. it be? Yeah, like how hard can it be? You just find some shit in a bin and list it. No, <laughs> it's actually like actually more than that it's actually more than that yeah it's actually like a big process and i don't think a lot of people realize it till they're actually there and right then, and then you have the it's ones like it's not just... as easy as it looks like on instagram yes instagram exactly. is a highlight reel like you're seeing my valentino and prada but like you don't see the eight hours of digging Mm-hmm. that I got nothing before I got that you know exactly and there's like that element of people just start buying things thinking that well it's gonna sell right like people but, want this and but then they keep buying. My- yes that's okay phones ring it's fine don't worry <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of just like I I don't know just people keep buying and buying and buying things with the hope of like, it's going to sell because it's cute or it's going to sell because they have, especially if you first get started, right? You have to make these mistakes. You just have to, Mm -hmm. but this is what I would buy. So I'm assuming other people would want to buy this too. And it's like reselling doesn't work that way. And until you like get in it, you don't realize that Mm -hmm. until you're like it really into reselling. Like, well, why isn't this working for me? Mm -hmm. Because it's not just what you like it's not just things that you think people would buy there's an actual like system to it yeah you got to put your put your uh like you got to be in someone else's shoes Mm -hmm. like what someone else would uh want to wear because yeah i half the day i'm in ripped t-shirts and (laughs) leggings but i will sell designer clothing all day long absolutely (laughs) there's some designer clothing i pick up and then i look up and i'm like oh the hell is yeah. buying this like, no no i love you? To, i love to envision the woman that's like rocking these clothes it is not me but like i will gladly sell them same same all right i want to be mindful of your time so we're just we're gonna we'll, we'll wrap up quick because <laughs> i know you got a you've got a baby to take care of here oh, yeah. <laughs> we could talk for hours that's for sure <laughs> yeah. um what would be your advice to give to someone who is just kind of maybe then maybe they've been doing this for a little bit. They're either just starting out, they're doing it for a little bit, and they're just not really seeing the success. Maybe they're a mom, they're trying to figure out like how am I supposed to maintain this business the way that I was, and then I've got this little human that I need to take care mm-hmm. of all the time. How, like, what would you say to them? Don't <laughs> as hard as it is. Don't compare yourself to others. Like, you literally have no idea what somebody else like what their situation looks like financially or, um, you know, physically, whether they have childcare or help with their kids or, 
um, husband that pays the bills and you just never know someone's financial situation. So it's, yeah, I don't know. I've had, I've had people like come at me for how much I work and stuff. Like almost like that's like a bad thing, but I'm like, like, this is how we pay our bill, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. and like, it's okay to like be a work, like, you know, work from home and be a mom. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's all about that balance, but you have to figure out what works for you. Like what works for someone else is not, it's not going to work for you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's, everyone's lives and financial needs are different. Like you just have to find what works for you. So I think Instagram, while it can be encouraging and like helpful, like the community can be so helpful and there's so many amazing people. It can also be like very deceiving and um, it can be distracting too. I think that's mm-hmm. like in the last year, I've really steered away from social media. Just like, I'm not on it that much just because I'm just like, so in my, like in my lane with like, just focus, like laser focus on like what I'm trying to do. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just important not to get like too caught up in what other people are doing. Yeah. And yeah, just focus what on what's working for you. And if something's not working for you, don't be afraid to just get rid of it and try something else. Like, that's completely fine. Like, yeah. I mean, in the last month I've realized I'm like devoting all my time into selling clothing. Like that's just not going to work this year. So like, it's okay to pivot and make those changes. And that's like the joy of what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. It's- and the other thing I, I would add is people like Savannah and, you know, Jenna and all these other people have been around for a long time their DMs are always open. I know people get intimidated to send DMs to to, to you and I'm other like, people. it might take me a little bit of time to actually read it and reply, but <laughs> it might take her three months, but she'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. But eventually, but that's what the community is for. And, and I know that even when I first started, it was intimidating to send a message to you or someone else, but it's like, they're humans just like us. They have more experience. Like why not send a message to them? If someone doesn't answer you, not a big deal. Go on to the next. Like, not everyone's yeah. going to get, no, not everyone's going to answer you, but there's a community of people out there and there's resources. And if you feel like something's not working, ask a question. Like, mm-hmm. and we're all so different. I think that's the best part of it all. Like we yes. all sell different things. We all do things differently. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's, yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it too. Like if, if selling one thing is not working for you, cool. There's a million other things you can yes. sell on the line. Like there's literally a million, like go scan some books or like, mm-hmm. yeah, like there's so many avenues with reselling that like, yeah, I'm constantly like, I wish I could do everything at once. I <laughs> there's know. so many things I want to do. I know. Cause I'm like, God, there's so many things I could be selling and making money on, but like, you should be doing home decor considering what you find in your thrift. Store. Like I, I come well, across so I some really good stuff. Get, like a, I want to get a booth space. Like, because I have a friend that has one in Fort Collins and she does home goods and she's been doing very well. And I love picking up that stuff. So I think that's smart. Avenue. I think that's smart. I I don't come across, like you come across some really good stuff. Like I come across some stuff and I can, and I buy it. You buy it, but it's very cheap. Like, I, I don't know. A lot of it's very cheap compared to what I've seen in other states. So, right. Yeah. Well, you got to plan a trip out here to the East Coast. Put on I your know. list. Put on I your know. List. <laughs> I know. I need to go to the East Coast. I've been like nowhere out there. So it'd be fun. Yeah, it would be. Cape Cod. Put on Cape your list. Cape Cod. Have some lobster <laughs> and thrift. That sounds like a dream. <laughs> All right, Savannah. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting. 
It was so Thank fun. You for having me. Oh, talk with you all day. <laughs> I know. I mean, we could, but you know, responsibilities. I know. Adulting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, Jen and I will be back next week. We're going to do the Vivian Westwood history and her breakdown there and how she got started and all that fun stuff. And then, uh, yeah, we will talk to you guys next time. Bye.